Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Nourishing Nutrition Podcast. I'm so excited to be here today because I have a topic that came to me as I was going on my morning walk and it really jumped out to me. So I really hope this message resonates with you. Today, we're talking about multipliers. So these are things that you can do into your life that will transform the time and the resources that you have available to actually expand your time and resources available. I'll tell you what I mean as we dive in. This is the Nourishing Nutrition Podcast, and my name is Eleanor Dooley. I created this podcast to inspire, empower, and advocate for your best self. I combine current nutritional research with the practicalities of living your life, giving you real nutrition talk in bite-sized pieces. Please remember that I am a licensed dietitian nutritionist and certified nutrition specialist. I am not a medical doctor, and by listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you might be having. Welcome to the Nourishing Nutrition Podcast. It's common for people to think that there isn't enough time to do the things that they really want to do or the things they don't really want to do, but they think that they should do. Part of this issue is the shoulding. We tend to should all over everything, don't we? We should start running. We should start working out. We should wake up earlier. We should go to bed earlier. I should, I should, I should. But the simple idea that we should do something rarely results in us actually doing the action, but more often than not, it seeds the sense of guilt and shame about not being able to live up to that expectation, whether that's an expectation that someone has placed upon us, whether it's an internal expectation or a projection of an expectation that we think someone else has placed upon us. So let me give you an example. Let's say you wanna lose a little bit of weight, you wanna get healthier, whatever that means. You wanna sleep better, you kind of just want a kick in the pants to feel better. All of the things. You know that in order to get started doing these things, you need to meal plan and grocery shop and prep food and dig out your workout clothes and dust off your weights and maybe find a friend to join a gym. Then all these thoughts roll around your brain and you're met with the counter thoughts such as, well, I don't really have time to get to the store today. I don't really have the emotional output to create a healthy meal plan. My running shoes actually have a broken shoelace. I need to get that replaced. I really could use a new sports bra. My old ones are kind of, you know, worn out. And then your thoughts fall into this teeter totter of should I do this or should I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? And if you're anything like me, you can talk yourself into or out of anything. I'll start next Monday. Monday's a really good day to start. I got to get through this weekend. I've got too much going on. When I'm more prepared, I'll have more time. And when I'm in a better mood, 
I'll be able to dedicate my thoughts to this. After my period's over, I'll have much better energy. And then comes all the shoulding. I really should start today. Results in guilt. I really should make something healthy for dinner. Shame and guilt for not doing that. I should just be a better human and wanna be healthier, but I just don't really feel like it. That makes me feel guilty and shameful and that I'm not being a good human. And here we are, the ever ongoing cycle of desiring an end goal, but all the work in between feels so overwhelming to even get started into. And so we sit in our should guilt and we just set up camp. This is where we are comfortable in this discomfort and this self-loathing. This leaves us stuck and unmoving. And day after day, we feel worse and worse about ourselves because for some reason, we just can't move forward. And the guilt and the shame start compounding exponentially. If you found yourself in this spot, I want you to know that I see you. You're not alone in this space. Sorry to burst your bubble, but you did not create this spot. You are not alone on this island. You will never be alone here. But if you want to leave this self-fulfilling prophecy land, or as my husband likes to call it, a self-licking ice cream cone, I have a new option for you. Now is the moment I want to introduce you to the multiplier. What if we did a reframe of what it takes for you to get what you want? Instead of thinking about all of the to-do list items that are needed to put your plan into place, we're here to find the simplest step to move forward. This might even be just turning into the direction of where you want to go. Here's an example. Let's say I wanted to complete a half marathon. That's my new goal. My mind goes directly to an intense training program where I have to dedicate hours and time and energy and money to actually running, to training and to planning. Then there's all the additional strength training, the food shopping, the extra tools I might need to keep me going. I need to download a new playlist for running. I need to get new headphones. Oh my gosh, did you hear that car? <laughs> I would get tied up in the loads of things that I should be doing. But what if I just decided to do one thing today? And what if that one thing was going to get me closer to starting my training? Notice I didn't say I'm going to start my training now. It gets me closer to starting. So what if I said, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. tomorrow? That's it. I'm not getting up to work out. I'm not getting up to start running. I'm just waking up to start my day gently and easily. You can see where this is going, right? You add in a small but easy step every day until you're comfortable with the new status quo. Once I started doing this for myself, magic things started happening. Things that I didn't do before magically became part of my integrated routine and my brain did not even register that it was an additional task. 
I actually retrained my brain into knowing that waking up at 5 a.m. was just a usual, normal occurrence that just felt regular. This, of course, takes time, but in a good way. By doing this, you get to ease your body and your mind into one tiny shift, one easy thing that really isn't a big ask for you. Have yourself commit to this one easy thing, and then you repeat it, and then you repeat it. Maybe waking up at 5 a.m. is not an easy ask for you. Maybe that's one of the hardest things that you could possibly ask yourself to do. If that's the case, that's not the thing that you're going to start with. Once you continue to do the easy thing, you really start getting your mojo back and you start realizing that you've actually made more space in your life to add that one more thing. This is the multiplier. By adding in supportive, creative space, you actually expand the resources that you already have. You're not piling on the to-do list. You're actually expanding your ability to do it. You'll start to notice that you have time and energy left over after completing things that you once thought that you never really had time for. And this is true for all aspects of your life, whether we're talking about work, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're talking about incorporating a meditation practice, increasing exercising, eating healthier, new hobbies, even house cleaning. Think about it. What is the one thing that seems so overwhelming for you to start right now? Think of all the things that need to happen for you to get to that end goal in your life. Can you break down these into steps and then tinier steps and even tinier steps still to make the task seem doable? You can absolutely do this. As a nutritionist, I've helped so many women do this with their goals of taking better care of their bodies and their hormones. Over 80% of women in their 40s and above experience perimenopausal or menopausal symptoms simply because their body is in a misalignment. This can come from a hundred different things. This can come from a lifetime of unknowingly under eating nutrients. This can come from under or over exercising. This can come from toxic exposure throughout your whole life that you didn't realize was affecting you. Digging through all of these things can seem super overwhelming, but finding out the reason for your imbalance is so important. After 10 years in clinical practice, I can tell you that almost every woman I have worked with has thought that their quote, overeating, unquote, was contributing to their weight gain. And pretty much all of them have discovered that this is not the reason, mostly because they were in fact not overeating. This is not a matter of should they be eating better? This is not a matter of should they be working out harder? It was a matter of getting the right information about their bodies to make the best and most accurate decisions of what to do next. If you find yourself in a cycle of shoulding, wanting, trying something, and then not seeing the results that you were hoping for, 
it might be time to step back and look at all of the small steps that you can take today that step you closer towards the goal. It helps you to dig deeper into what the actual issue is. And I can all but guarantee your hormonal weight gain is not because you're overeating calories. Working on your hormones is much more advanced than counting calories and macros. I'm not saying it's super complicated, but I'm saying what we've been groomed to understand about our bodies and the expectations of our bodies is not actually the truth. It's not actually what happens. Getting to the bottom of your hormone health entails a whole life of restructuring the way you support your body. And it's not something that can be done all at once overnight in, you know, in, in 21 days or less. My most successful approach with my clients is a piece by piece approach that analyzes what you're doing on a day to day basis that's contributing to your hormone reactions. We add in more nutrients, i.e. more food, rather than cutting out stuff. We add in more restoration and repair time rather than grinding it out and burning out our adrenals in the gym. We feel into your body's needs instead of blindly following some Instagram influencer selling probiotics. This is not an easy process, but it's a simple one that you can follow step by step. Take a moment and think about what are your blocks to getting started? Do you not have enough time, money, and energy to make more time, money, and energy? The secret is you actually do. All you have to do is find your multiplier. For me, my multiplier was looking in the mirror, accepting myself for what I saw and where I was, deciding to make small positive changes that would encourage me to keep going. This included me getting Dutch testing for my hormones so that I could actually see on paper what my hormones and were doing and why. I wanted to know why my brain chose to make more body fat instead of burning it. I wanted to know why my energy tanked after the holiday season. And I wanted to know why I found it so hard to get out of bed day after day. When I had the answers on paper in front of me, I was able to create a specific plan that suited me and my lifestyle and match it with the energy I actually had available at the time. It would have done me no good to jump into a plan written by somebody who could not grasp the complete depletion I was experiencing. Someone who didn't get how much was on my plate and how everything I did, everything I felt, everything I thought felt so overwhelming and exhausting. I took my time. I made smart, well thought out decisions that supported me and my hormones. And then a miracle, a miracle started happening. I started getting my energy back piece by piece. Was I ready to jump in and start marathon training? No, no, I was not. But I was able to start thinking about meal planning. I was able to organize my thoughts again. I started with the simple things. I started making time for other things 
that I never seemed to have time for before because I felt so consumed and overwhelmed. That was my multiplier. I'm willing to bet that having the exact information about your hormones in front of you will be an eye-opening experience that will change the way that you think about your body. It's like a virtual mirror for your hormones. It gives you a step stool that you need to get started. It did for me and hundreds of women that I've seen run through the Hormone Happiness Project. For more information about hormone testing and my signature program that takes you through the Dutch testing and the step-by-step approach to getting your body moving and rebalanced, check out my website, nourishingnutrition.net slash hormone happiness project. It's time to find your multiplier. See you next week. If you are interested in learning more about me, my practice, and my programs, you can follow me on Instagram at your.hormone.nutritionist. You can follow my Facebook group, Happy Hormones and Tamed Inflammation, or visit my website at nourishingnutrition.net. Check out my free resources by subscribing to my newsletter and following this podcast. See you next week for a brand new episode.